listening to Detroit Today on 101.9 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson. And as always, thanks for tuning in. If you have not completed the 2020 census, you now have less than a month to do so. September 30th is now the deadline. And if you're a resident of Detroit, Mayor Mike Duggan has some stern words for you. In short, Detroit will lose $18,000 per resident per year for the next 10 years for every person who fails to fill out the census. Here to talk more about what that means is Detroit Mayor Mike Duggan. Mr. Mayor, welcome back. To Detroit Morning, Today. Stephen. I'm yes. glad you're uh, raising this important issue. Yeah, no, this is, this is very important. And uh, if I think back to my life here in the city of Detroit, every 10 years we have this same issue, which is that uh, we can't get everybody to fill out the census. And then there's this great panic uh, because we're going to lose all kinds of money. So let's start with where we are right now in terms of the response rate for the census. I know it was very low uh, at the beginning of the summer, and then there have been some stepped-up efforts. Where, where are we? Yeah, yeah, we got less than half the people have voluntarily filled out the form. So we are the third uh, worst-performing city in America, ahead of only Cleveland, Ohio, and, and Newark, uh, New Jersey. But, Stephen, the problem is far worse than in past years because uh, I was a uh, census taker in 1980 as my summer job when I was in school in Ann Arbor. Mm-hmm. And there is no doubt that households of color are less likely to give the government information about who's in their house sure. and what they're doing. It's true across the country. It's been proven over and over. And so what has always saved cities in the census and areas with significant immigrant populations is after the voluntary period is done and a numerator goes out, they have the address, they know you have not filled it out, they knock on the door and six different times, then they go to your neighbors. And the way cities in this country have been counted has been through that process. Mm -hmm. This year, Donald Trump eliminated the Detroit office, dramatically cut the enumerators, and just eliminated the month of October to do that follow-up. So there is a national strategy. Uh, to make sure that communities of color are are undercounted. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so the process that made up the gap in past years uh, is not there. And it's it's very concerning for cities all across uh, the country. And bottom line is, Michigan is near the top in voluntary response to the census. Detroit is near the bottom, which means if we don't get this fixed, not only will we lose a lot of money to the suburbs and outstate, we will lose state reps and state senators right. because they allocate the legislators based on this. Our cloud in Lansing for the next 10 years, it governs much of our lives, will be shifted to the suburbs and the outstate uh, areas, and we're inflicting this on ourselves uh, by not uh, filling out this form. Yeah. Um, what are some of the things that are going on right now to try to close that gap by September 30th? I, th- th- there have been some census takers who have actually come to my house and knocked on the door. I've seen that. I'm uh, glad to hear that. Were they from the Census Bureau or were they our volunteers? I think they're your volunteers. I yeah, that, and that's the, con- that's the concern. Cause the, so the difference is this. We've, we've sent people out door to door asking people to voluntarily fill out the form, but the census law does not allow 
the Census Bureau to share your information with anybody for 70 years. They can't give it to the IRS. They can't give it to ICE. They can't give it to uh, your car insurance company. They can't give it to anybody for 70 years, which means when our volunteers knock on the door, all we know is this neighborhood has 50% uh, non-compliance, uh, uh, but we don't know which house, right, right. which makes our volunteers uh, effective only to the extent uh, you admit that you're doing it. The actual census taker with the census uh, vest, they know you haven't filled it out. They are always been the ones that are most effective. So we're out there knocking on the doors, and we're asking people voluntary compliance. You'll see us in front of grocery stores. You'll see us in front of food distribution sites. And you can fill it out on an iPad. Our staff will have the iPad. It'll take you 10 minutes. Uh, it is no problem, and you're set for the next, uh, the next 10 years. Uh, but it, it, is, it is getting to a point of, and it's not just me, every major city in America is now saying uh, we could see a political shift in this country from cities to suburban and rural areas uh, because of the undercount uh, that the Census Bureau appears to be executing. Yeah. I'm talking with Detroit Mayor Mike Duggan about the efforts to make sure that everybody here in the city of Detroit fills out the 2020 census. Have you taken the census? Uh, tell us about your experience and tell us uh, what you're doing to maybe try to get your neighbors uh, to make sure that they fill it out as well. Uh, what do you think a bad census count will mean for your community here in the city of Detroit or in the state of Michigan uh, if we don't get everybody counted? As always, the number here on the phones is 313-577-1019. That's 313-577-1019. You can also go to Facebook and Twitter and put comments there. We'll try to work them into the show. Uh, uh, Mr. Mayor, I want to I want to talk about that September 30th deadline, which, of course, was moved up, um, and what happens after that. Uh, in, in years past and decades past, I remember that there is kind of an appeals process, and we get another bite at the apple uh, in 2021 to try to make sure that we count uh, everybody. Is that is that what the plan looks like still? Well, the, the appeals process is between now and the end of the year. And the end of the year, that's right. right. So the appeals process before, uh, in 2010, was with President Obama. Uh, and even before that, it was with administrations that genuinely wanted uh, to have people be counted. Mm-hmm. This appeals process will be with Donald Trump. Uh, and so nobody's holding out any great hope. Uh, that the kinds of things that have been shown overall, uh, uh, apartment buildings mm-hmm. that you can see are visibly counted, uh, that you have only half the people there. Uh, they have had a process called attribution, which they make reasonable calculations. Those are things the Census Bureau has done over the years to get an accurate count. I've never seen a Census Bureau that was trying not to get an accurate count. Uh, and so I don't have any confidence in any appeal process. Uh, I think if we don't fill out these forms, uh, you know, we're, we're going to be really hurt. Yeah. So, you know, I have a, I have a friend uh, here in the city of Detroit who will not fill out the census. And as much as I have worked to try to convince this person that he is wrong, uh, he, he, he's unmovable on, on the subject. And his concern is interesting to me. What he says is things are really bad in the neighborhood where he lives, in the community where he lives here in the city of Detroit, and that the census in the past hasn't 
helped make things better. And so he doesn't believe that filling out the census or making sure that all Detroiters fill out the census will make any difference. And he, he thinks that the money, if it comes, will go to things that won't make a difference in his neighborhood. What, what would you, as the mayor of the city, say to this person uh, that, that I'm unable to, to, to convince to, 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 to fill this out? Well, there are uh, 300 federal programs with, with hundreds of billions of dollars of funds that are allocated uh, by uh, populations. So, for example, the school lunch funds that go to the Detroit schools is done by population. Medicaid funding available for health of people in this community is done by population. And so if you're saying, I can't get the grass cut in my neighborhood because of the census, that's true. Uh, but if you care about uh, health of our children, uh, food for, for our children, and a whole range of programs, there's a whole bunch of suburban and, uh, and outstate communities who actually understand this, who are filling out the forms. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so the reality is going to be uh, that if people in this city say, I'm not going to fill out the form because I'm not happy with the way they are, they're going to get worse. Uh, that's, just the, that's just the truth of the way it works. And I, I don't know how to deal with with somebody who says, uh, let's cut school lunch money for kids in Detroit because I'm mad about my, my neighborhood. I, how, how do you argue with that? Yeah, yeah. Um, th- let's talk about that number, that $18,000 number, and the practical impact of that if that, if that happens, if, it's, you know, if, if our undercount is, is too high. What, what, what will we do for the next 10 years? Um, you'll have uh, less. Uh, you'll have significantly less revenue sharing, uh, which means less police, less fire, less parks, uh, less money for schools, uh, less money for health care for the next decade. There'll be no correcting it. Worse, even potentially than that, is today Michigan has ten, or Detroit has ten of the 110 House members and five out of the 38 Senate members. Mm-hmm. Not great, but it's been an effective block, and we have been able to pass a number of things. That number goes down to not 10, but down to eight or seven state reps and down to three state senators out of 38. We get to the point where we're almost irrelevant. Uh, And now you start seeing things like uh, revenue sharing decisions. But think about how many things the legislature did to us in the past with things like the emergency manager laws Mm -hmm. and the like. Uh, We've been very effective the last five or six years in winning the votes in Lansing because I built coalitions between the Detroit block and some out-state groups. If the Detroit block is shrunk, uh, it means uh, that you're going to have a whole lot more decisions being made by people outside the city. And again, you say, I'm not happy with the service I'm getting now, so I will give more votes to the out-state interest and my life will get better. I don't know how to argue with that kind of logic. Okay, Mike Duggan, mayor of the city of Detroit. Always great to talk to you. Thanks for being here to talk about the census. Thanks for having me on, Stephen. It's going to do it for me today. I will be back tomorrow, and I hope you will, too. We're going to talk about the role of suburban women voters in this year's election, a key demographic that both parties are really focused on. This is 1019 WDET, Detroit's NPR station, your connection to news, music, and conversation. We'll talk again tomorrow.